On today's episode, we recap yesterday's talk of Am I Fine or Am I Fool? Welcome to the Sooner Catholic Podcast. I'm here once again. What a delight with my friend, my brother, Trevor Barreca. Trevor, how are you doing today? I'm living well, Alex. I'm living well. Um, on, on the clock, as they say. <laughs> Who says that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's somewhere in Amos, but don't quote me on that. Yeah, he said, Oh my gosh. Got to get this. No, I'm just kidding. The, the stock? Are you saying stock? <laughs> stock. Yeah, he, was, he was big into equities, and you know, he, just, he just wanted to balance his portfolio. That's all Amos oh, was really about. Oh my gosh. But, we have to do a new intro. New intro. <laughs> no, no, this is good. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have time. We don't have time today. <laughs> Trevor, we are we're gonna get into a little bit of of yesterday. Just dive right in. Not that we're counting, but we do have twenty one minutes for a twenty minute podcast starting a minute ago, so we're right on track. I want to talk to you about yesterday's talk. We won't we won't name the speaker, but <laughs> it, it was me. Um, but the the talk title and the content is is am I fine or am I fool? So. Yeah, what did what did that talk mean to you? What what stuck out to you that you want to talk about today? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think as I, w- I was thinking about this last night, whenever you were speaking about um, this particular topic, I think that th- this is like a natural, almost like thing that we gravitate towards um, in our life because we don't like to admit that there's a need, right? So so the person that is fine like you were identifying, like the, the type of person, the type of state of life that we enter into when we say that we're fine is mostly marked by a spirit of not wanting to be dependent, right? Because it, it's it's the spirit that wants to have some sort of autonomy or control over one's own life because they don't desire to admit that there's a need outside of themselves, which is really antithetical to the Christian message because the entire notion of Jesus becoming a man is so that he saves and redeems and elevates our humanity into the divinity of, of the Trinity. And so I think like, yeah, what really was standing out to me is that I've gone through many periods in my life of being fine. And that I like, it's easy for me to slip back into that attitude, like on a week to week, day to day basis. Um, when I lose track very quickly of my need for repentance, um, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause, cause I think that I'll have a moment where I'll commit some egregious sin or, you know, be caught just like yelling or uh, being being disrespectful or being angry or anxious or whatever, and and I in those moments I become aware of my need for God and I go to confession or whatever, and it seems like I have a, a short memory, and then immediately afterwards I kind of re-enter into this state of feeling uh, self-sufficient, um, and so I think like if we're being honest that this this kind of uh, paradox or this or not a paradox I would say more of a dichotomy between being fine or or being full happens in the interplay of, of the week by week for most people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can, I can definitely see that. And as you were saying that too, it just made me think like today, just one day later, not even 24 hours later after, after the talk, something that has like kept me from, from being in tune with myself of like, how am I doing is, was just the busyness of the day, just running from like one thing to the next. And it, and it wasn't even so much that I was like, trying to suppress you know feelings of like inadequacy or feelings of being you know stretched too thin or that I was going to disappoint people or people were frustrated with me I wasn't actively trying to suppress those things and uh I was just I was just busy going from one thing to the next to the next to the next and I can see how like times in my life when I do begin to to become emotionally numb to 
yeah, to like the ways I'm being pulled or the ways I feel like I'm failing in my responsibilities or failing relationships. What I end up doing is like going, 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 and then, and then in that downtime that that would turn me back or turn me inward to, yeah, to begin to repent or to rely on God or to just realize how broken I am in that moment. When I would realize that, I I just fill it with like watching something or listening mm-hmm. to something, mm-hmm. and so I still don't give myself like that moment of quiet. And I remember like a, a few weeks ago, it kind of makes me think of this of just like you you can't be in a peaceful situation if you're not at peace. And it's like, I, I felt that of like, I can't just sit still and quiet in a peaceful situation if I'm not at peace. Because then I, I grab my phone or I turn on the TV or I start scrolling through news or social media or whatever it might be. Or, you know, in the chapel, my mind is, is racing. I, I've just been thinking about that a little bit too of like, I, I want to, to be living life that when I come to those peaceful moments that I that I am at peace. Mm. So... So maybe one thing here is, is like, what does it look like maybe to, to combat like that, you know, that, that activity-centered kind of mindset and lifestyle that, that all of us have, especially college students, but just going from one thing to the next to the next to the next. And you and I are, you and I are like experts in, in productivity and <laughs> staying active, so maybe we need to, you know, resource, <laughs> resource this topic out. <laughs> but, but what are topics that come to mind with, with you know, how to, how to live life a little, bit, a little bit more balanced in the activity? Yeah, certainly. I, and I, I think what you're saying is spot on about the often we feel fine whenever we don't actually have a moment to reflect on our, on our need and we don't have a moment to reflect even on our, our thank, uh, thankfulness as well, right? I think, I think yeah. both need and thankfulness create a space for, for being full, um, right? So it's not like you just have to be suffering. I mean, the Lord's calling you into deeper suffering as a part of your becoming more like him, but it's not like you always got to kind of like pull out of every day, like, man, this sucked, even if it was like yeah, really good, right? Yeah. But I think on, on in both ways, like being thankful and being in need, both fill us with this like awareness of, of God. Um, this is actually really, I think, what St. Paul is talking about in Philippians chapter 4, where people always quote it, you know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Because immediately before, he's like, I've learned the secret when I'm hungry or when I'm full or when I'm tired or when I'm energetic. I don't, I don't think he's just tired or energetic. But he, for, he forms a bunch of opposites mm-hmm. and says, I, I can do all things. And so it's learning how in all ways to be full by like being attentive to our desire for God in the, in the highs and the lows. Um, but I think what you're saying, I mean, the practical reality that seems like I feel like I talk about every week, I'm just choosing to, to, to purposely take those moments. Because I think the Lord gives us moments in our day like even if on the level of just having to go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. like that's a, that's a, you know, depending on how long you take in there, you know what I mean? Uh, but uh, even if it's a quick, even if it's a quick stop through the bathroom, right? Like you just, you know, you, you, you pee and you go out really fast. Like you have two minutes, that's two minutes. The Lord gave you to like reconnect and recenter around him and right. um, to relet him into your life. And even more than that, oftentimes we'll get 10, 15 minute breaks, you know, depending on who you are and circumstance. Um, where maybe something um, gives you this opportunity for, for peace. And so I think it's like like you said, mm. it's just choosing to be intentional. Like if you're going to use medias, if you're going to en- engage in those different things, we have to like per- do everything with a purpose as opposed to – it's kind of like you were talking about mm. – I don't know if this was in last week's episode or before about like can we love like by an accident or can we mm. love like without being intentional? And right. I think we both concluded like no, like right. love is, has to be intentional and so I think the same thing is true as regards to this full or fine um, dichotomy. It's like I have to be mm. 
constantly attentive to God's presence if I want to be full. Like the minute the minute that I, I yeah. take my eyes off of him, I turn into being fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What do you, what do you think about that? That's does that really interplay good. in your own life, and how does that like work in in, in your day to day realities? Yeah, I think that's really really good. Um, that just reminds me of of something that Hillary and I have been talking about, which is, which I think yeah directly correlates with what you're saying of like where where is my gaze? Where is my attention? Where is my mind and my heart is it set on on things that are happening around me um or is it is it centered on myself or is it centered on god and i constantly find myself like if i am overly busy um it's that's a very easy way to quickly become focused and centered on what's happening around me and then like my emotional mental state is just like at the whims of the activity that i'm doing like if it's going well then i'm doing well if it's going poorly or if like i'm not going to get it finished then then I feel inadequate and those kind of things, right? Where I feel like I'm disappointing somebody. And if I keep my gaze on myself, then even if I do well, I feel critical of myself. I should have done better. I could have done better. Or I think of myself in terms of like, well, what what, what do I want to do during this time rather than like maybe what should I do? Mm-hmm. So either either of those kind of gazes or, or where my where my attention is falls short. But Hillary and I, Hillary and I which Hillary's my wife, but we've been, we've been talking about like what does it look like to keep your gaze on God throughout the day, you're like that where you might be doing something, but you're yeah, like you said, Trevor, you're calling him to mind, his presence to mind, his love to mind, his grace in that moment for you to mind. And you can be stretched thin and busy and overwhelmed and still be like be still be at peace. It's like it, it is like a miracle of, of grace. And I don't always live there, but I know when I am and I know that I'm like, wow, I feel so full because things in my life are just like unraveling and it's so chaotic and it's one of the hardest times and yet I feel at peace and I feel like the Lord's taking care of me and yeah. there's times where like this afternoon where I was just all over the place and I was just like I don't I'm not gonna get it done I'm not gonna get it done I'm behind I'm behind and and it was because I was turning that gaze too much towards those things that I was doing yeah certainly I'd be curious to hear your thoughts on um yeah if if it's true that we really live um as as we live in a, in a state of fullness. We are full whenever our eyes are, and our gaze is always turned towards God, even in the active parts of our life, not just the contemplative. If we almost sort of turn our activity into contemplation um, and consecrate it, again, not to the exclusion of those set-aside times of, of specific prayer in the chapel or in the quiet of our room. But anyway, if that's true, if that's the way that we live full, um, how do we like journey towards, you know, when St. Paul urges us to pray unceasingly, um, how, how do we journey towards that on a day-to-day basis? Like, what does that look like? Um, because I think the reality is most of us see a massive gap between mm-hmm. our that type of prayer, this continual uh, conversation that's ongoing with the Lord, versus like the reality of our lives where, you know, some days, if I'm being honest, it's maybe outside of like that specific prayer time, like three times a day that I remember that God's even present with me. Mm-hmm. You know, even if my morals have been influenced by the, the gospel, even if you know, the way that I listen to people, like in some natural ways, I'm still living hopefully with the spirit of God in me because like the virtue is being formed in me, but there's still a gap. How do we allow that gap to be filled um, with, with a more attentive uh, awareness of God's presence? Yeah, I think that's so good. And uh, it makes me think of a saint quote that uh, it was something along the lines of like, what, what pleases God most is a heart that recollects him a thousand times a day. And I was like, oh my so the three out of a thousand is not bad, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but but I'm right there with you, and, and and I think that 
that marriage in particular has just been a really a really big blessing of it's been a, a good training ground for that and and Hillary knows full well when I come home and I have not and I have not thought about her whether because I've not texted her or because I've not you know I maybe I haven't spoken about her that day or, or I just have not thought about like that transition home or done something intentional for her for the family so with that when I when I go home I'm still again like preoccupied but I think there's like these like these moments that if I just remember it's not just about what I what I'm doing but who I am that that part of that is like okay, who am I like I, I need to be grounded more than just in what I'm doing right hmm. but in, in who I am and part of who I am is a, a married man and, and part of who I love is, is my wife my family and part of who I love is God and that he loves me and I just just the simple recollection just practicing like okay the Lord's with me or the Lord loves me and he'll sustain me like I don't need to perform a small like just the tiniest reminder uh, is like one of those moments of recollection that grounds us so I, I think part of this too it's so hard to like live your life exactly as you are and then just try to practice this rec- recollection you know mm-hmm. I think I think some some of the things that help are like the natural breaks that you said and I think for me I'm, I'm kind of getting on this train recently of just like consuming good media you know I really think that's so important is like and I, something, I, I don't do that well because I, I love a lot of things that I think are aren't great media you know like we always talk about the office things like that it's not bad it's just not it's just not good and that's a problem but uh like i'm beginning to like read like a book like the hobbit right which is like yeah. it is it is a good book um i was reading another book this morning to my kids called um the boy the fox the um the mole and the horse which is like small like comic illustrations with like life lessons something simple like that right uh, I actually am probably like our number one fan to this podcast. I actually go back and listen to our podcast because <laughs> it just makes me feel like edified and I actually gain something from from something that you've that you've said that I can I can hear again at, at a later point. Um, I think just it's sometimes just building these good like touch points of media, right? Like mm. if I'm not scrolling on Bing.com at the news, I'm so much more attentive to God's presence. You use it, Bing? Yeah, I use Bing for news. Yeah, uh, one of the, one of the rare rarities, but. Um, but I try not to, and I try, and I actually haven't checked the last few days, which is good. If I don't go to my web address on my phone and click the F for Facebook, if I don't do that, I'm more attentive to God's to God's presence. If I don't re-download Instagram, I'm more attentive to God's presence. It's just like building the like the, I think the media that would otherwise consume those those moments, like those in between moments that you're saying, mm-hmm. or the text or whatever it is, like you know the Snapchat, all those things. Just like cutting down on those things and replacing them with what is good, because in those moments of of I could just keep scrolling I could just you know consume this negative media it's like or I could choose with my free will to to like entertain my mind with what is good and in those moments of of contemplating like good versus evil then then I'm then I recollect God you know yeah yeah and I think I, I, I like what you're saying about like it there's a lot of factors that play into this right you, you, you hit on a lot of different practicals and I love what you talked about when you're saying living in that identity and like letting that identity not be disturbed by the things of the day. Because I think that's honestly one of the biggest ways that we get off the path, right? Like something happens where we forget an appointment like I did today, uh, or <laughs> which is why we're recording now, uh, or, you know, we make a mistake or, or you know, what, whatever happens or someone makes a comment about us and we lose our inner peace because we're not actually as grounded as we thought we were in being a son or a daughter. 
right? And so now that's what our mind is preoccupied with, like seeking to reestablish credibility in the eyes of, of those that, that are giving us validation. And so what that creates is this gap where now I'm not thinking about God. I'm not thinking about yeah. um, being full of his life. Like I'm thinking about like, I want to be fine again. Like I want to, I want to have like this, this kind of like, uh, you know, like living in this place of like, well, I'm mad, but that's okay. Cause people get mad and it's just like, it, it disturbs the peace. So I liked what you're talking about with identity. It even made me think of last night in the talk when you were talking about, uh, you know, hugging out uh, Oliver in the morning and just telling him like, you know, no matter what happens today, no matter what someone says, or even if you just think bad, like I love you. I think that like, that's why prayer, especially in the morning mm. when you read about yeah. many, 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 many of the saints encourage prayer in the morning. And it's because not because they're saying like, oh, like prayer is inappropriate for another time of the day, but it's a, it's a particular space to like set our eyes upon the Lord. Yeah for the day so that whenever those things come where we're rooted almost like the father holding us and being like i love you today and like i want you to, to never forget that um but i think also one of the things you were touching on is like good media right so you know you could talk about like well i have really good eating habits trevor like i you know i, I eat three square meals and like i only snack two times in between uh, right but then if you were to inform me that those meals were like jack in the box and like the snacks <laughs> were like ramen noodles right I don't know why, <laughs> right? Like that would be a problem, right? Because you might have the right uh, ritual. You might have the right like uh, kind of set of scenarios around that. But what you're actually feeding that is important, right? So you might like be really good about, I only listen to music at this time and podcasts at this time and Instagram at this time. But if you're fo- following trash accounts on Instagram and your Snapchat group is full of, you know, terrible influences in your life and the podcast you're listening to, like it's, it's a both about the form and the function. Like you have to have, the right kind of like um, use of the media, but then you also have to make sure that the media that you're using is also life-giving. Like I noticed such a big difference in my life when the predominant music that I was listening to like switched from being like pop and hip hop and all those different things to like more folky, like kind of like slower stuff where it actually led into more contemplation. Like I drive home and be thinking about the Lord's work in my day Mm -hmm. while still listening to to beautiful music, but it wasn't something that was like, some hard beat, you know, that was getting me like that. That wasn't leading to me a state of yeah, contemplation. Totally. Again, not that those don't have a place or a time, but that they, that as a normative way of like, how can I, if I want to be more full, like how can I allow the Lord to speak to me more consistently throughout the day? Yeah. I think that's a huge part, like allowing our minds to, to be preoccupied with him. Yeah, um, so good. It's so good to this morning was one of my like best mornings. I think it's exactly what you're saying too. And it's like, it, like, I noticed that this morning was different for me because I like didn't pull out my phone the first the first 30 minutes of the day you know and like where I normally yeah check check text and like just want to scroll instantly and consume something to you know to ease into the day or whatever it was like to like this morning was just different I feel like I just embraced the circumstance of my life I just sat on the couch with all three kids and read them a book that I wanted to read because I knew that it was going to be good it's also like a like a children's book and it was just different. It just started my day off differently. And I think that, yeah, part of this is just like, even just like safeguarding that like first 15, like 30 minutes in the day to not look at the phone, to not consume something off the bat, but, but to realize, oh yeah, yeah, I'm waking up, I'm stretching, but also like what I, I want to consecrate this day to you and ask that you would, you would fill this day with your grace, just a small morning offering and then allowing yourself to like embrace the reality of the day. It's just, it's so easy when the day starts on the phone or the TV or whatever for it to, for it to continue like that. So mm-hmm. Trevor, I want to, I want to thank you. I know we're, we're coming to a close here. 
Um, any any last final thoughts you want to share? Uh, it's fine to be fine, but it's better to be full. Mm. I don't know if that was a bar or not, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I think like just just realize that like you know the, the scripture verse you quoted last night from John chapter ten. You know, mm. Jesus said that he came that we might have life and have it abundantly, have it to the full, mm-hmm. um, and just know that like yeah, if you don't feel like there's this exuding purpose in your life and that like your days are filled with like a vision for like who the Lord is leading to you to be. Not that it's all peachy keen. It's all rosy. Like you're not, I'm not saying every day is going to be a miracle and everything else, but well, every day is a miracle because you, sh- you wouldn't be alive without him. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? Just know that like the Lord desires greater fullness for us all, like me and Alex included. And, and that's something that, that is the continual journey of the Christian life. And I, and I pray that we all make it there. Amen. 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 Thank you for joining us on today's Sooner Catholic Podcast. I hope it's been edifying to you, and we will be praying for you, all of our listeners, on this journey from moving from fine to full. God bless you.